There are things in this world that science cannot explain. Entities and forces that defy human comprehension. There are relics that can turn even skeptics into believers. Pieces of a puzzle with apocalyptic implications. These items are stored in a once secure location. Watched over and studied by scholarly defenders. Mystery fills the air. And terror stalks the halls in... The Scarab Archives. You have one new message. End of messages. Is it recording? I think it is. I don't want to mess this up. <clears throat> okay. What's the checklist say next? Introduce yourself and the item. Summarize the important details of the item's report, including with the item's classification status and any potential connections in the open case files. Oh, there's something else here. A personal note from Dr. East. Make special mention of any strange connections to or explicit mentions of the following. Lazarus family, Lazarus toys, or male Lazarus. And another note. Personal note from Hadley Clark. Do not, under any circumstances, touch the item in question. <laughs> I wasn't really planning to. Anyway... My name is Booker Woods, and I'm an intern currently assigned to the accounting division of the Lazarus Foundation. There was a notice posted looking for additional help for some extra pay. So here I am, sitting here next to a dead plant and describing it into a microphone. Let's get it over with. Case file Y739. Designation, the plant. The plant stands roughly three feet tall and is a dark brown in color. Given the withered look and shriveled leaves, I'm more than comfortable in saying that the plant is quite dead and has been for some time. There are a number of shrunken growths along the stem that might be seed pods, but I'm not a botanist. I'm forensic. I'm a forensic accountant. It looks like the instead of flowers, this thing had numerous vines, but they're not like any vines I've ever seen. They're thickest at the stem and get thinner the farther out they stretch kind of look like an octopus tentacle, if I'm being honest. Oh, and of course, the plant is potted, normal, everyday ceramic, filled with old, dry dirt. Description done. Now to the notes. The first and only Lazarus groceries chain opened in Albany in May of 1982. All in all, it looked like an, it was a, your average, everyday grocery store. The only thing that made them stand out at all was a special fruit they claimed was exclusive to them and them alone. They called it the Kikil fruit, or the Kikil fruit. Dr. East doesn't even know how to pronounce it. The fruit in the accompanying photograph looks to be roughly the size of a pear, but has a strange of long shape. The skin is a vibrant green, and each fruit has a distinctive red dot right by the stem. The supply could barely keep up with the demand. The fruit's meat was apparently exceptionally delicious and tender. The flavor that was incredibly sweet without being overpowering. Customers were warned that while the fruit was good to eat, seeds could be extremely poisonous. 
and were not to be consumed. Word soon began to spread out about this very delicious fruit, excuse me, and like most of the other businesses bearing the name Lazarus, the money became came rolling in. Then, just as suddenly, it dried up. The store was barely open a month before it closed and was converted into another branch of a popular local chain. There was some clamor of kikil fruit, but when it became clear that no other store would or could, by way of the patent the Lazarus Company seems to have on everything, carry the fruit. It soon passed from popular memory. Still, those few who had tasted the fruit continued to pine for it. Some became too obsessed with it, apparently. For months after the closing of Lazarus Groceries, there were reports of people being taken to the hospital and even dying from self-induced starvation. They would claim that no other food could sustain them once they tasted the kikil fruit. For a time, those who had held onto the seeds of the fruit would sell them for high prices to those hoping to grow their own kikil fruit. But the seeds refused to grow once placed in the soil. Of course, there was no kikil fruit tree. All the fruit came from this plant right in front of me. According to these notes, Vladimir Lazarus purchased the plant from an exotic plant collector based out of the Amazon rainforest. He told the man that he wanted a fruit that no one else had, something that would give him an edge over a perceived competition. The collector sent him this plant, which he called the Yuki Kikil. Man, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yuki Kikil was rare, even the, for the Amazon. According to the collector, it only grew in a small valley deep in the jungle, and he was the only one able to proceed, procure that one. He sent Vladimir a detailed set of instructions, which, of course, have all been redacted. When the fruit became such a hot seller, Vladimir requested more, but was never able to con contact the collector again. Apparently, he wasn't able to get the seeds to grow either. Following the store's closure, which coincidentally occurred around the same time that a young lady working as an assistant manager apparently vanished without a trace. The plant was relocated to the personal residence of Vladimir Lazarus until it was moved to, into the Scarab archives shortly after they were found it. No idea why Mr. Lazarus let the plant die or chose to hold onto its husk once it did. The plant is classified as non-dangerous and shows no connection to any of the open case files. Well, that wasn't so hard. Now, how do I stop this? Wait, there's another set of notes here, tucked away under the other ones. What is this? Personal notes from Dr. Monica Howard, Deputy Director of Lazarus Foundation's Record Records Division. In regard to case file Y739, I've just been informed that my access to the Scarab archives has been terminated. Apparently, they didn't like my contacting the mother of the assistant manager who vanished. Have to get these notes down before security gets here. Hopefully, the next person who reads these will have a better grasp of what is what this thing actually is. The woman I talked to claims that her daughter called the night she disappeared, screaming and babbling about fruit. She believes that her daughter saw something she wasn't supposed to, and I'm inclined to agree. Well, I don't want to believe that Mr. Lazarus had anything to do with her death. The timeline of events doesn't do him any favors. 
especially since he knew exactly what the plant was when he bought it. I made a copy of the letter the collector made Mr. Lazarus and left that here in the report files. I took the original to a friend of mine who managed to use a special light technique to see past the redactions and read the entire thing. Ow! Paper cut. Reading, but not bad. I can keep going. Or was I? The words yukikikikiro are Mayan in origin. They translate literally to drink blood. The plant isn't a plant at all. It's some kind of lower organism. A very simple and rudimentary animal. The seeds are actually eggs. The fruit is so sweet because it contains a powerful chemical that basically rewires the brain to only consume the fruit so that the eggs can eventually be eaten. Yukikikikiyo doesn't grow in soil. It doesn't need the sun or water to live. It gets all its nutrient from the body fluids of you other living things? Body, plasma, even saliva. Ugh. It drinks it all. Once a seed is ingested, the eggs take root into ver to the very one that ate them. That's where the plant comes from. I guess that's why they say the seeds were poisonous. The letter told Mr. Lazarus all of this, and yet he continued selling the fruit. And here's the worst part. The plant can only produce fruit if it's being fed. My next step was to research missing homeless from the time. But I guess that's not going to happen. What drove Mr. Lazarus to do this? It couldn't have been simple greed, could it? Was creating an army of loyal shoppers routinely feeding people to a ravenous plant? I can hear the security coming. One last thing, the plant can't die. It ends there. Hmm. This is way over my pay grade. I better call Dr. East and... Wait, what was that? Oh my god. Those vines, maybe? Get off of me! Let go! No! Stop touching my hand! My, my finger! Stop! 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 Archives is brought to you by Lazarus Creative Company. The show is written by Thomas Crane, assembled by Megan Camp, and this week's episode features the voice talents of Katie Thomas. Join us every other Wednesday for new episodes, and thank you for listening.